Okay, uh, just talking about the uh, the basketball league, um, which is going to uh, well is probably going to allow a biological male to play within the league, um, and uh, some of the locals, some of the people are causing from the MPL one. It's called the league. It's sort of a secondary league, female league. Um, a lot of people objecting to it, saying it's not fair. It's un- this is a debate we've been we've had many, many times. I'm worried about the transparency. If we're going down this path, so be it. But you've got to be open and transparent. Kirsty Miller's contacted us, a transgender female athlete. Hello. Hi, Neil. Great to be on your show. What What have you been involved in? Um, pre-transition, I was a dual international athlete as a male, um, a modern pentathlon Australian rep, and a rep in a sport called Aquathon, a run-swim event. I was world champion in that, and I represented New South Wales also in four different sports. Um, and then later on, I transitioned and, and competed in women's AFL and soccer. So um, I'm pretty unique in this conversation, Neil. Well, you're also Someone a pretty good sports person, sports performer, by the sound of it, too. Um, okay, what's your, what's your view um, for women's basketball? Absolutely. Well, Neil... We've had 10 Olympic Games where transgender women have been eligible to compete in the Olympics, and we've had five Commonwealth Games. To to give you an example of how much trans women are actually dominating, in those 10 Olympic Games and five Commonwealth Games, in the 10 Olympics, we've had a total of two transgender women even qualify, Neil. One comes 37th out of 42, and the other come dead last. In the Commonwealth Games... We've had one transgender athlete out of any country in the world that's even qualified once again. She came dead last, broke her elbow, attempting the list. So this isn't biological men playing sport. This isn't Andrew Bogut allowed to play sport. This is transgender women that meet policy, Neil. And this policy mitigates the things that we get an advantage through going through a male puberty, i.e. our fat mass increases, our muscle mass decreases, eventually muscle atrophy occurs, we end up with osteoporosis, our haemoglobin levels reduce to female levels in only three months, which is absolutely massive. So this isn't biological men playing basketball, this is transgender women that meets stringent policy, policy that's worked for over 20 years. Well, what, what's acceptable, biological man's unacceptable, what do you say, born a man? Policy. Neil, that, that's who we are. We, 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 it's not Andrew Bogut going to play basketball. It's, if Andrew Bogut identified as a transgender woman, Andrew would have to go through the same treatment. Now, this medication that transgender women are required to take to meet policy is the same drugs that they castrate sex offenders, the same drugs that they castrate prostate cancer sufferers. Now, a male athlete in the same health condition would be suffering hypogonadism, which is about 200 complications in that athlete's mm. body. A male athlete is granted a therapeutic use exemption to get testosterone put back on his body. Otherwise, he'll end up like so me, what, Neil, with complete if, osteo. If the, if the person has trans, is, um, is still transitioning, should yeah. they be playing? Well, we have pre-op and post-op trans women that play sport now, which the, the, the operation was taken away from the Olympics about seven years ago in 2016. Now, chemical or or surgical castration is one and the same. Um, the testosterone levels go down to castration levels within a few weeks, Neil. So 
someone that starts this treatment might be 30 nanomoles. Say if Andrew Bogut starts it, and in three months' time, his levels would be down to castration levels about under okay. zero. Okay, so you, you say it's all right to compete while... Tra- does, a, does a person transitioning, uh, a person born male transitioning to play and trying to play female basketball, which can be pretty rugged sport, um, does they have, do they have any advantage at all? At, well, let's, when we look at advantage, right, it's a very hard thing. In basketball, the difference between the shortest and the tallest player can be a foot and a half, Neil. So there's advantages and disadvantages. What, what I look at, is it fair competition? Now, yeah. it definitely wouldn't be fair if they let Andrew play women's basketball we'll Come back to Andrew. He has objected, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's to use an, as an example because trans women are XY physiology, right? XY, our primary soul androgen in our body is testosterone, not so for XX but, but is there? But simple point, is there any advantage at all to a, a man, a person born a man transitioning and playing the sport? A man has over a woman, on average, is a man can have a higher percentage of muscle mass compared to fat mass and higher hemoglobin levels. Yep. All those three things are not set at puberty, Neil. All those three things are set by your current androgen levels. So if you stop making your testosterone today, you'd end up with osteoporosis. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but men are generally men are generally taller than women. So yeah, if, if yeah. a person transitions after they've reached their full height, they're likely to be taller? Absolutely. The, the global average height difference is about three inches difference. But the average difference between, say, an Indonesian woman and a Dutch woman is about eight inches different. So we, we, there's no sport that, that um, say, a sport like rugby league or rugby union or AFL, they don't regulate the height or weight of any player, Neil. Now, there's a difference in weight between 100 kilos between the lightest and the tallest player and, and a foot and a half. Yeah, but hang on. And you, you, just the simple point is... Would, is it likely that a person who's reached their full height as a man and then transitions to woman is going to be taller, one of the taller ones in the, in the sport? One of the taller ones, absolutely. Yeah. And height is easily as right. measurable to, to compare. Yeah. I'm five foot seven. So that male so at six six that transitions, say competing against a female at six foot six, that male that transitions is now going to have a bigger body okay. powered by less muscle mass, powered by more fat mass, and with less hemoglobin to power that body. Yep. I understand all that. I, look, I appreciate your time. Sorry you're running short of time, but I think you've, you've got the point across very well. Kirsty Miller, transgender female athlete of significant uh, success at various, uh, various levels.